Hello and welcome to Good Morning Suffolk, the weekly podcast from Suffolk News where we share the good news stories coming out of the county. I'm Tamika Green and thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope you've had a good weekend and are ready to start another week. You know, we are getting closer and closer to Christmas. Um, Are you ready? Are you prepped? Have you done your Christmas shopping? Or are you one of those people who who leave it to the last minute? Um, Me, I, you know, I'm someone who does a bit of both. Sometimes I will leave it to the last minute. I guess it's like depending on who it is, who who I'm buying the present for. Um, Sometimes I've got a clear idea of what I'm going to get them. So I'm like, yep that's in the bag other times I have no idea and then it sort of gets closer and closer to Christmas day and um and I still haven't thought of anything so you know which one are you um are you the 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 early person who who's got Christmas presents sorted or are you one of those people who leave to the last minute um do let do let us know um and uh, you can let us know on GMS podcast ilovepublishing.co.uk let us know you know don't be ashamed. If you're one of those people who leave it to the last minute, don't be ashamed. There's there's many people who who do just do just that. Um and you know, more importantly, I mean, have you got your Christmas do sorted? Um that was my job this year. Just happened to mention it to my boss, you know, what's happening with the with the Christmas party this year? Um and that meant that I volunteered myself. So that's been my job. It's booked in. It's done. Happy, proud of myself because, you know, I was frightened a little bit. But no, it is booked in. And uh, yeah, we're ready to go. So uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going to be on the show today. So we're going to listen to reporter Kaya Nicholl about her campaign for a very worthy cause um, and, and a brilliant char- charity. Um, and then we're going to move on to Community Connect and then we've got uh, a rundown of some festive events. And then just before the end of the show, I'll give you your weekly prompt. So, right, let, let's talk to, to Kaya. So, Kaya, take it away. Thanks, Tamika. So I'm really excited and actually feel quite privileged to be able to bring you this story today. Um, we've launched this year's Christmas Food Bank appeal for the Bury St Edmunds charity, Gatehouse. Now, we're about halfway through the appeal um, at this point. So if you're a regular reader, you would have seen three stories appear in the Bury Free Press and on the Suffolk News website already. We're essentially just asking people to donate any unwanted, non-perishable food items like soup, um, or canned vegetables, things like that, or even small gifts like toiletries or clothing, which will be made into festive hampers by people at Gatehouse for um, families who need it this winter. We've launched the campaign. Um, it, it was launched at the end of October, and already we've had loads of people coming into the office with donations, which has been just amazing. So thank you guys if you've been one of them. Um, during the campaign, I have visited the food bank myself. Um, I wrote about the work of volunteers Rachel Williams and her children Ruth and Isla. They have worked really hard to sort through donations and they're making the humpers the best they can for families who need it. Um, And it was really inspiring to chat to them and kind of hear 
why and when and how they got involved in the charity. Um, the latest story featured two mums from the area. They both remained anonymous and they were helped by the charity. One of them called it a godsend. Um, and it was really great to chat to the women and hear how much it helps the real people in our community. Um, it really seems like it is a lifeline for some. So I'm really glad that we're kind of getting involved with it. Um, yeah, so next week we're taking a look back in time at the history of the charity um, and in a few weeks' time we'll round up all the donations and we'll see how much our readers were able to raise. Uh, I just want to thank everyone again who's donated, but I also want to urge anyone who still wants to donate um, to pop into the Berry Free Press office on Kings Road with their items. We're all very friendly and we would love to see you, have a chat to you um, and collect your donations. The last day to donate is November 28th. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kaya. It was lovely to hear about the hard work of the volunteers and for Kaya for writing these stories and bringing it to public attention. And do come into the Brea Free Press office and, and drop off some items. As Kaya said, we're a friendly bunch and just know that you'll be doing something brilliant for those who need it during this, this tough time. So, yeah, please come into the office and drop off some bits. So up next, we've got the Community Connect segment. And I really wanted to talk about a subject that I'm really passionate about. Um, I don't know if you remember, but um, during the last Behind the Headlines segment, Sam interviewed me and we talked about what I'm passionate about and what inspires me and the stories that, that I want to tell. And... I am very passionate about telling the stories of underrepresented communities, um, you know, people of colour, black people, um, and that sort of thing. And to tie in with the Remembrance Day events and um, commemorative services, I wanted to write a story about the 923rd Engineer Aviation Regiment, which were made up of um, black engineers who worked on, who built I airfield and who worked on other airfields across the county. And this, this story was, was, was really more than a story for me because the images that I've used um, in the story are, inc- you know, incredible. Um, you know, they're, black men during World War II in uniform, um, you know, working on these airfields, singing in choirs, playing baseball in Suffolk. Um, and it's incredible. I mean, it is absolutely incredible. And I think that sometimes uh, when we think about some of the wars when we think about World War Two and World War One and 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 these these wars, oftentimes um, the contributions of of people of color and, and black people I think is sort of buried and 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 forgotten about. And I really wanted to to bring this to to readers for for many reasons. I mean, I wanted it, I wanted to bring it to readers because I wanted black people and people of colour in Suffolk to see these images of these black men in uniform and and think, wow, you know, th- this is someone who looks like me 
you know, in in historical photos, in a war that we can often think is is a is a white war. Um, but yeah, I wanted them to see these these images and to read about their contributions and and what they did, and they made a massive contribution, um, and had an impact in the successful outcome of the war by building these airfields so that there was um, infrastructure to be able to launch um, flying missions around the clock to be able to to bomb Germany and and Europe. So they had a massive, massive contribution. And it's not, it's not discussed. It's, it's not well known. Um, So I wanted to bring the story for people of colour and black people living in Suffolk so that, they can see this and that they can feel proud and hold on to that. And it's just about that representation in the news. It's children and young people being able to see black faces in the paper and online. Um, and so, yeah, that that's massively important to me. And also um, for other audiences, um, just education, really, just education to be able to show that, that yeah, there were black people who had a part to play um, in, in, in us winning, winning the war, winning, you know, winning, winning the war, winning World War II. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's massively important um, and something that is, I, I wanted it to be um, a moving and powerful piece because it's important it's important to me um as someone of half african-american and and british heritage this this is my history this this is part of my history and so i want to take that forward and, and carry that on and i hope that um you know readers have will enjoy reading it and will want to find out more um and you know it's 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 a it's a massive story. It's massive. It, there, there's so much to unpack with it. And um, for me, I want to I want to I want to go a bit beyond. I want to go a bit further. I know that um, when when some of these uh, African American engineers came over, um, relationships were formed with some of the local residents, and and you know children came of that, um, and you know, some of these children might not have known who their father was because it, you know, it probably would have been taboo at the time to have not been married and to have had, you know, a brown, a brown child. Um, so I really want to hear from those people, um, or, you know, further down the line, you know, you know, grandchildren of these, um, black engineers, um, and just find out a little bit about their stories and how, you know, growing up in a white rural town has uh, has affected them and has had an impact. Um, and I wanted to bring that forward to today because, you know, we've got air bases in Suffolk and, you know, those relationships still continue. And I, I do feel like there's got to be, you know, some some people who again have you know their father or or mum might be um uh, a black um someone from from the military 
Um, and they themselves also might have then grown up um, in a white rural town, like me. Uh, I myself, you know, I am half African-American and half British, and I haven't had contact with my black side. And it's, it, you know, um, it has been tough at times. And, you know, sometimes uh, growing up, I felt like I, I, I didn't fit in. So I want to bring those two elements, the past... Um, those relationships that were formed during World War II, but then today, because I think that it still um, goes on. So if you do have those stories, um, please email me at tamika.green at iliffpublishing.co.uk. And yeah, let's, let's continue to spark this conversation. Let's delve in and let's um, uncover some of these stories. I think it's really, really important. And I think it will make another powerful and moving feature. So next up, we're going to go through some upcoming events in Suffolk. The first one I've got for you is the Our Berry St Edmunds Christmas Lights event this Thursday from 3pm to 8pm. This will really get the festive season underway. You will get to see the Cornhill, the Butter Market, Abbeygate Street, the Traverse, St John Street and Angel Hill lit up. There will also be charity stalls, hot food stalls and street entertainment and the special guest Paddington Bear. So we've also got Ickworth Light Nights event. Come and visit Ickworth Park's gardens transformed by colour and lights. You'll also get a chance to see a new part of the estate, the Albana Woodland. Adult tickets are £12 and the event runs on Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. This event sounds absolutely brilliant so do go. Um, another nice event is a festive wreath making at the wine cellar in the Butter Market in Berry on November 23rd. A glass of fizz is included and the event starts at 6pm and will be around two and a half hours. So there's a, a brilliant mix of uh, festive events. Right, we're now at the end of the show, so it's time to ask our weekly question. And I was inspired by the Community Connect segment about the black engineers who built airfields during World War II. And so this has inspired this question. Uh, what's a forgotten part of Suffolk history? Are there parts of history, of Suffolk history, that haven't been told? Um, LGBTQ plus stories or stories from other minority groups in history in Suffolk that that is not well known and that we don't know about? Um, so please let us know and get in touch by emailing gmspodcast at iliffpublishing.co.uk or by messaging our social media. Just search for Good Morning Suffolk and send us a message. So thank you very much for listening this week. Sam will be back next week to bring you the usual episode of GMS. Good Morning Suffolk is produced by Iliff Media and Suffolk News and I've been your host, Tamika Green. See you next week. Bye.